And good evening, everybody. This is Dave Warner sitting in for Scott Kinville tonight, 3115 Hockey Live. He's, uh, if for those of you who don't know it, he's a fireman paramedic, and he got called out, and he said, hey, Dave, can you sit in? Like, oh, my God, here we go. And then Mike's supposed to join us, too, and he's not on, so, hey, it's our guest, Mia Lapata and I, and we're just sitting here, and we're going to have a conversation, right? Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's just you and I, right? Everybody <laughs> else just left us, Mia. So what's going on here? <laughs> Oh, they heard I was coming on. And oh, no, no, no. <laughs> That's not it. That's not it. So we're going to talk hockey, right? That's what this is all about. And so I want to, to know about how you got started playing, because I have this sense looking at your bio and your background that you started at like six months old. Yes, I think <laughs> my parents had me in skates the day I could walk. My dad used to make um, small backyard ranks for us when we were little, and my dad played college hockey at Clarkson, so... I think ever since he had kids, he wanted someone to be a hockey player, and he ended up with two daughters, and I got stuck being the hockey player. So. <laughs> How many times does that happen to women, right, that the dads yeah. go, I want a baseball player, I want a hockey player, I want whatever, right? Yeah, I was that daughter. I, I played baseball, I played hockey, I wanted to play football, but... I got shut down. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you have any kind of, as you were growing up and playing hockey, did you have any early influencers, people that you said, wow, I, I, I want to be like this person? Not really. I mean, like women's hockey wasn't really, even when I was little, like it wasn't really that big. There wasn't like girls high school hockey near me, so I couldn't really watch them. Like there wasn't club teams near me, so I couldn't really watch them. So I didn't really have like a female hockey player I looked up to. I'd say I really looked up to my dad. Like I said, he played college hockey, so I just wanted to follow in his footsteps. Right. Any of the men, though? Even I mean, did you watch all types of hockey, male, female? Any guys yeah. stand out? I mean, not really. I didn't. I never really had an NHL team or like NHL player that I really loved. Oh wow! Now they forced me to wear <laughs> this Buffalo Sabers thing, you know. So <laughs> they said, "Who's your team?" I was like, "I don't know. I'll pick somebody." Buffalo sounds good, right? Hey, there are colors. Quinnipiac hey, colors. hey, I like that, right? <laughs> so I want to read some of the stats off about, you know, how involved you've been in awards you've won and just things like this. And you were saying earlier before we went on the air that, you know, you don't follow this stuff, but there's a lot to follow here. So <laughs> you were on 12U, 14U, 16U Tier 1 championship teams. Then you were the captain in the Clinton Girls High School team that won the New York State Championship in 2020, and you scored the championship game-winning goal in Lake Placid, which had to be cool, right? Yes, very. <laughs> and then you were the Mohawk Valley Player of the Year, and you were Clinton's all-time leading scorer among many other honors, right? So did you ever think about, like, how do I top this? I mean, that's a, that's a lot. We haven't even named everything, right? So how do you top that? I just feel like I was always, it was always a competition within myself. Like, I had all, like, the records. I mean, the team hadn't – the girls' varsity hockey team hadn't been around for very long. So, like, for that, I had a lot of the records, and I just was striving to, like, push myself to keep beating my own records and make it challenging for the girls coming up to pass those. And <clears throat> I just think it was always, like, an inner competition. Like, I didn't really have people – I mean, I had people to compete with, but I felt like I needed to compete with myself the most. Yeah. How did it feel like playing at the same 
rink as the Miracle on Ice was filmed? I mean, what was that, that was like? Awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. I mean, playing girls hockey, we never really get to play, especially for high school because it's so small. We never get to play in like big arenas like that. So that was awesome. And also like the bus ride there, we watched Miracle on repeat and we just dreamed that it would happen to us. Like we had no business winning the national or the state championship. So to be in that environment and experience that was awesome. Oh, wow. Save me. Mark. Right, <laughs> You've been listening. I know you were there. I had to get around and get to it. It's way over here now. You know, I'm not in that spot. All right. So you committed to Quinnipiac in your sophomore year of high school. Why was it such an early commitment and why did you choose Quinnipiac? Um, well, the years before that, I had started like emailing coaches and going on. Well, I really wasn't really going on many official tours, but like we were traveling all over for club hockey. So every state we'd go to, I'd visit the schools around. And when I got to Quinnipiac, I can remember the exact road we were on. We were coming the back way through, passing like the soccer and lacrosse fields. And I looked at my dad and I hadn't even been talking to the coaches at this point. And I drove through campus and I was like, this is where I want to go. And like two weeks later, the coaches had reached out to me and it all kind of just fell in place. So I knew that this is where I wanted to end up. But I don't know. I just had started eliminating schools. Like I didn't really want to go to an Ivy. Colgate was too close to home. So it all kind of just worked out perfectly. But when I came here, I knew that this is where I wanted to go. Wow. Is it like the feeling of the campus or was it the academics? Was it the, the, the athletic programs? Was there something in particular? I don't know. I think at first it was like, it just kind of felt like home. It's a small, like Hamden's small. There's not really much going on around except like neighborhoods and it's just a pretty place. So I think I felt like I was at home driving through the campus. And then after that, things just fell in place. Like I said, like uh, I want to be a teach an elementary school teacher. So and they have a great program here for that. So that was something I was interested in. And they obviously have great athletics and they care a lot about their hockey here. So that was something I wanted as well. So there was nobody else in the running. You just flat knew, right? Yeah. And then when the coaches had reached out to me, it was like, how could I not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you redshirted your first year there. Why don't you tell us a yes. little bit about that? Um, so it was like the summer, spring, summer going into it. I decided to redshirt. Um, years before, because of COVID, like I wasn't really playing a ton of hockey. Um, we couldn't really travel a lot for games. Like when we did have games, we were playing in masks. Like our practices were half the people would show up. Like they weren't, I wasn't really getting the development I should have been getting going into college. So I just really didn't feel like when I got here, I was going to be ready. So when the, my coach had talked to me about possibly redshirting because of all the fifth years that were coming or staying another year, I thought it was a great opportunity for me to adjust to college and um, the academics and the athletics and just get situated and not have to worry about the pressures of playing in a game. Like I, it was just nice for me to be able to adapt without outside pressures. Yeah. So Quinnipiac is in the ECAC, obviously, and that's like a powerhouse conference this year. You guys are seventh i think right now ranked seventh in the nation and uh what are some of the things that make the team so good this season my team or the teams in the league quinnipiac <laughs> no. come on we don't want to talk about those other guys come on um yes we have a very competitive league but um i think our team is just we have such good chemistry 
like there's really not I can't even tell you one thing that like we have no drama we all get along our coaches really care a lot about us and we're just very driven like girls are always working extra doing morning skills extra lifts like we're just working hard to get better and I just think it's a good culture here like we really are all on the same page and we all want the same thing and nobody's getting in our way of that well so everybody supposedly has a nickname on the team right oh yes oh yeah so we're, we're kind of curious as to what yours is lops lops tell us yes. about that one <laughs> i don't really know my whole freshman year i there was nothing i just got mia but i don't know it just came this year if it was locks you might understand but lops like yeah. you got is, is that a hockey like thing Lovata. mike we take part of the last name and just drop the rest of it and add yeah, to it. <laughs> because they can't either pronounce it or remember it, right? So lops is easy. It is easy. Yeah. It's okay, easy right. like when you're on the ice to just yell it out. <laughs> Yo, lops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, you were named to the 2021-22 ECAC All Academic Team. I mean, talk to us a little bit about the academics. Um, I really love school. Like I. My teammates make fun of me all the time because I'm like, sometimes going to practice is the stressful part for me. Like, <laughs> I love hockey, but sometimes it's like, okay, like, this is my time to like, I have to focus. I need to like, um, perform, but like school is just, it's always come natural to me and it's something I love doing. And like I said, I'm going to be a teacher. So like taking notes and doing assignments is just therapeutic to me. <laughs> Did you have a major in mind before you started did you always oh, yeah. want to be a teacher i mean what was that part of the story um since i was in kindergarten i've always said i want to be a teacher i want to be a teacher and everyone's like mia it's gonna change it's gonna change and it never did and in high school even starting in middle school i have cousins who are elementary school teachers and i'd like i'd beg them to help them in the summer to decorate their classroom and then when i got into high school i spent like the majority of my service hours i would go to elementary school every single day after school and help out and then this past spring I actually was a substitute teacher at Clinton so I just love being in a school environment I love kids I just I love it <laughs> and you were talking a little bit before we went on air about a potential master's program what about that yeah so here at Quinnipiac they have a lot of great like four plus one or three plus two programs so they actually have a four plus one master's in teaching so I would be here for four years and then you, I'd get my master's in just one year instead of two. So I, I would do my student teaching and all my master's program, like schoolwork in one year. So who do you kind of, when you go out on the ice, anybody, any team that you fear the most? Like, oh my God, like, we're going to play X. I don't know. I feel like everyone in our league is, it's always going to be a battle. We have Cornell, Colgate this weekend. Those are going to be battles. I think we also we're also playing Wisconsin. I think that might be. I mean, like I like you guys said, we're a great team this year. So I don't think we necessarily ever have the attitude that we fear our opponent because we can really play with anyone. But I don't know. I think Wisconsin will be a battle. All our league games are going to be a battle. I'm looking forward to going to Colgate. That's probably <laughs> my favorite trip because I get to see everyone from home. But uh, any any personal rivalries there that you've got going on like you've somebody you've got to outskate one of your friends or <laughs> not really i mean i know like every team we play there's someone i know but 
No rivalries. <laughs> no rivalries. Darn. We wanted to get it's something going. My coach now at Quinnipiac used to be like my youth hockey rival, like his team in youth hockey. He coached for um, Bishop Kearney Selects. And during youth hockey, he, we always were like rivals with them. And then I remember one day my dad was like, oh, did you see that Brent got the job? And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, he was my youth hockey rival. I'm like, he hates me. <laughs> he yeah, hates me. And now he's coaching me. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. But my dad had always said, Mia, like, careful. You never know who's going to be your coach. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, Dad. <laughs> and it turned out that my youth hockey rival was actually my coach now. But oh. I love him. He's great. He's a, like, real, wicked good coach. He knows his stuff. So, Any other real standouts on the team that are, are somebody we should watch? On the team, yeah, I don't know. I think really anyone, any whoever comes to play that game. I don't really think, like we're not really a team that's like, holy cow, this player, holy cow, that player. I just think we all work well together and that good chemistry we have. Yeah. I also, I don't want to pick favorites. But I, I, I knew that. I knew I was putting you on the spot, but sometimes <laughs> there is that monster star that just, yeah. you know, outskates everybody and you're like, oh yeah. my God. I love playing no, around. We really don't have that. We're very, like, we're deep. We have very balanced. Like our, co our coach can really send out anyone and feel comfortable doing so. So, Mike, I know you're you're, you're sitting there going. Hmm. Yeah, I was on mute because of the kids in the other room, so I don't want to <laughs> interrupt anything. Kids and dogs, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you got for? No, us? I, don't I, don't, I don't think I really have anything. I mean, I I listened to the part the beginning of before I got on here, and then the questions I had we asked. So yeah, okay. See how easy that was. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, we want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. I know it was probably a little shorter than Scott. Scott tends to pontificate a lot. Me, I just want to hear from you, you know, so <laughs> yeah. well, he's going to he's gonna replay this and hear me talking about talking bad about him. So I know he's yeah. going to be like, oh, I wish I asked this. I, I know. I wish I asked this. I wish I asked that. <laughs> I, I was leading no, up. He's not here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. We really appreciate you uh, coming over today. Thank you. Thanks for having yeah. me. Thanks, yeah. Mia. And Scott says he, th you. he thinks he might be going to that uh, Quinnipiac Colgate game. I hope so. so. All the 315 locals better be there. Yeah. Well, we'll be there rooting you on. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mia. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. All right. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, Mike, uh, it looks like it's us. Yep. So, Go, Scott. <laughs> so I'll have to change positions. We'll switch to commercial, come back and go over all the uh, uh, upcoming schedules and Schedule. all. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, plan. Visit My Little Falls and stay connected with the latest news, information, and events in the city and the area. Our mission is to generate interest in the community and connect residents in a more meaningful way by facilitating deeper conversations about how these stories will shape the future of the Mohawk Valley. Join thousands of weekly visitors who stay up to date with feature stories, interviews, videos, our event calendar, and print publication, The Mohawk Valley Express. It's about timely local news for the community, keeping citizens informed about important issues, telling about the people who live and work here, and giving locally owned businesses the opportunity to reach a very targeted audience of locals and tourists alike. It's a whole new form of media-rich content developed specifically for today's mobile lifestyle and listeners. You can download our iOS app in the iTunes Store, listen to our country music streaming radio station, or sign up for a weekly newsletter. Stop by today at MyBunFalls.com. You'll be glad you did.
was a lot easier when I had the studio set up another way where all the stuff was in front of me so I didn't have to move, but with Scott sitting by himself now kind of thing, it's like, I have to run to the computer to <laughs> switch things. So I'll just sit here on this camera. Barry had a great comment. <laughs> Scott, you've changed this last week, but looking good. Yep, <laughs> I like it. Anyway, uh, let's start That's out with- That's a good one. Yeah, I know, I know. Let's start out with, uh, we got some games tomorrow night, Wednesday. Or Wednesday. You want to go through these and yeah so tomorrow the junior comets premier team is hosting the jersey hitman at adirondack bank center at one o'clock and then the crunch are playing in toronto against the marlies at seven and then thursday the premier wraps up that series against the hitman and the syracuse women are hosting rit at kennedy ice pavilion at six and a whole bunch of games on friday yeah that's boy what a busy night Jeez. utica women are in elmira at 4 30 Colgate women are at Princeton. Uh, then the Crunch are hosting the Marlies at 7 o'clock. Utica Comets are back home against Cleveland, also at 7. And then the Colgate men have Silver Puck Weekend, which is like a family, friends, alumni sort of event. And they're hosting Vermont at 7 on Friday. Uh, D3 men, Oswego is at Hobart. D3 women, Adrian is at Oswego. And then D3 men, Utica is at Adrian, and that's going to be a really big series. I believe they're defending, defending national champs, wow. Adrian. Yeah. And then? Even more on Saturday. This is some serious hockey we're getting into, isn't it? Yeah, and you're still missing Hamilton College. They haven't started their season yet. <laughs> oh, they're my late. God. Going to have to go to bigger graphics. I know. We're going <laughs> to figure that out. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Put one so, more on uh, there. We're toast, right? Yeah. I, I barely fit these on here. <laughs> I know. That's why Scott can't ever read them because they're like about five feet in front of him. You can't down on his little notepad. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Saturday at three, Colgate women are out in Quinnipiac playing against Mia and her team. Uh, Utica men are at Adrian to finish that series. The Adrian women are in Oswego to wrap up that weekend series. Vermont at Colgate again, and then Mooresville is at Lebanon Valley at four o'clock. That's the men. The women are home against William Smith at four o'clock at the Ice Flex. And then the Junior Comets NCDC team are out in Marlboro, Mass, playing in the Beantown Fall Classic. And they're playing the New Hampshire Junior Monarchs at 610. And then you have the Crunch and Comets. Crunch are hosting Cleveland. Comets are hosting Toronto. Those are both at seven. And then Oswego's at home for Teal Night, which is Ovarian Cancer Awareness Night. All the fans are supposed to wear teal to the game and they're playing against Elmira. And then the Syracuse women are at RIT at 7.30. And on Sunday, Morrisville women are at William Smith. And um, Junior Comets and CDC are playing the Boston Advantage. That's at 8.30 p.m. And then Monday, the Junior Comets wrap up that showcase in Marlboro. And they're playing the Junior Bruins at 2.30. That's an awful that's lot, lot of games. Hockey. That's a lot of hockey. But that's yeah. good. Something to do. And uh, Definitely. Keeps us busy. Yeah, I know. It's like Barry says. Uh, hi, Barry. <laughs> Barry's glad to see you back. Shortest show ever. Glad to be back. Yeah, really. I think we got the shortest show ever. That was a right? quick one. Yeah, all right. You're right. Without Scott on here. I know. He talks a lot. <laughs> anyway, uh, that about wraps it up today. We had one guest because of the fire that we couldn't get on here, right? So we're going to do a yep. short in We're going to try and get together tomorrow morning and then put that out, I guess, is what we're doing, right? Yeah, at some point this week, we're going to release the interview with Zach Case from the Oswegonian, or however you say it, and he's going to be previewing the Oswego State Lakers men's and women's teams, so I'll have that out either 
I don't know, tomorrow, Thursday. All right. Well, you want to close it out then? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no. Yeah. Thanks for watching and go to 315hockey.com, right? Yeah, definitely go to 315hockey.com and 315hockey.com slash shop to get some of these sweet hats. Yeah, I love the hat. Here we go. All right.